This is a homebrew podcast. I gotta ask you, Oliver, since since when do you have a spotlight that's just following you around? What are you talking about? Well, I, see, I noticed it for a while, but in combat, it's really noticeable, and well, there's a light that just follows you like you're a, a, a star of some play. It's like a like just a big cone of light that pours down on you. Yeah, I thought it was just as blessy. No, no, no. You guys aren't supposed to make him aware about that. It's a special effect. It's not going to work. Now that it's not moving, is that a lady holding a light up there? Huh? Wait, is it the spotlight lady from the Spaghetti Hut commercials? She's still following you. You see nothing. Don't look. What? Why is she following me? Look, I don't like breaking the fourth wall after we got in trouble that one time and being all meta. But, as executive producer, it's for crates and dramatic flair. I mean, Herbie's does the same thing for you, Zaldwin, and I just figured we'd level the playing field a little bit, since you're both our leading men. Do I get a light? Of course you don't. Sorry, Nivitz. The rest of us are just supporting characters for these two. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts in my soul. Anyway, now that you guys know about her, I guess I'll just welcome her officially. Welcome to the crew, Lady Sky! I mean, I could levitate a clone and it could have a flashlight. No. No. Hey, everybody. Carl here. Welcome back. Last time on The Homebrew. The crew and I were locked head-to-head with the big bad man himself, Zoros. I won't say we were losing the fight, but I can't say we were winning either. In the heat of the moment, Zoros made us pick one or two and I just randomly blurted out too. And with that, he used one of his blessings that we don't know about to destroy the locket, and our only way to the last waypoint. After a few more rounds of thrashing in vain, he made us an offer. We all go rest up and have one last showdown. Everyone knows he's up to something, but it didn't seem like we had many options. Now we return to the crew moments after Zorus's departure. Nivitz reappears as the spell wears up. What the fuck just happened? I don't know. I mean, I could have at least maybe put a curse on him to try to bind him to the deal. We regroup and we go to the private bay. If he's not there, we can destroy the ship. Zelda walks over to the pile of purple dust on the ground. How do we fix this? I don't know if we can. I mean, I know a way we can, but that's at least a year away. And then who knows? In a year we wish for a new one. Or that in, you never destroyed it. But again, that's a year away. So what are we going to do now? I'm going to go rest. And I'm going to the private bay. All right. What are you guys doing? Well, I do think I'll gather the remains of the locket. I don't think it's possible, but I, I mean, I'll try. I would check in with our different combat units to figure out what's happening across the ship. They would all pretty much report the same thing that the fighting has pretty much stopped and they're kind of like asking you what to do because everyone has kind of like retreated back into like the crew quarter modules and such. We had said that you were sending six dragons to the control room instead of three. So I'm Mm going to consider the control room secured as of right this moment right now. So that controls like the so teleportation had been 
turned off for you all. So you all gain access to like uh, teleportation and misty step and things of that nature as per usual. I don't think anyone tried, but um, you were unable to prior to now. Okay. And yeah, they're basically just asking you what the fuck they're supposed to do now because the fighting has stopped. And Durn is alone in the auto bay, looks like. <laughs> or no, the dra- you sent some dragons over to the auto bay. I'm like remembering everything at the same time now. So yeah. yeah, basically every bay is secured as of right now. Silverface did pass away then. Mm, definitely went down. Let's let's do some death saves for your Silverface. Who's feeling lucky? Oh God, I'm feeling a little lucky. You mind if I do it? Go for it, baby. Throw one out there. <laughs> so okay, Austin's no longer rolling for him. I was jinxed because Pippin said throw one out there, and I threw a one out there. Wow! Way to turn it on me! You rolled the dice. It's it is fault. your fault. Always Nimitz's fault. All right, two death save fails. Next death save. That's a pass, barely. That's a failure. The death of Silverface. Do you hear Silverface over the comms? It's Oliver there. Oliver. Yeah, I'm here. It's the status. They got me, brother. They got me good. I think I'm going down. God. Sal couldn't save him. Give him hell for me, okay? I will. Did good. Silverface is down. Evendal is fine. I mean, he's not fine. He's hurt, but he's not dead. Yeah, the rest of you guys recoup. Yeah, recoup, re- reinforce, and uh, wait for further instructions from us after we uh, deal with it. And if you don't hear from us in an hour, call the cops. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm he, his part of the deal. I'm taking this long rest. I'm going in full, full and ready, full, full and fleshed. Oh, are we taking a long rest? One of them long rests. Well, Carl can't long rest. <laughs> he got his long rest early. Well, you don't get any of your bonuses back. Neither can Nivets. Nivets didn't wake. Yes, you did. Last combat, right? No. I think he only waked Carl. I waked Carl. I don't think he waked himself, and he has two wakes left. He has two left. I know that, yeah. I don't remember him waking himself. I thought he waked in the first. I thought he waked in the first bay. No, if I would have waked, I wouldn't have been at <laughs> Death's sword that whole time. In the first invisible bay. and not being able no, to. In the first bay, not in this fight. In the first bay against the. I didn't wake Tarrasque. in the first bay. Did yeah. I? Did you you waked no. against the Tarask? I'm pretty sure. No, because I, uh, I can I find that out hit dice very to, easily. I used my hit dice to heal up Nivets. Take me no oh, maybe time I did. at all. I maybe not. I just I, I don't remember we waked before too. Or was Nivets against the T Rexes? Maybe. I don't see any instances of Nivets rolling the three D twenty, but I okay. see I found yeah. Carl's. Yeah. Okay. May I, may I misremember? I was like, I, I just don't remember. Well, let me go back one more page. One more page older. Rolling. Yeah, I don't think he did. I waked in the boss battle on the Pharmacore arc. Okay. That was the last time I waked. And <clears throat> if I die before I wake. All right. So you guys are long resting, except for Carl. So Carl, don't reset your sheet. Thankfully, I'm pretty good on stuff. Well, before we sit down and hash things out, plan and everything, 
This worked out quite well in the first battle. Koi is going to cast Foresight on Oliver. Nice. I'll take it. At the end of our long rest or whatever. No, before we like sit down to rest is when Goy is going to do this. Since we're taking a break now, we're about to prepare. No, you would take it when we're done. Because we're going to rest so eight hours. Eight hour break. Cast, oh, yeah. You want to cast it. At, it is. That, that's, it is. Yeah, a, it'll take you one minute. Yeah. You want to cast it when we're going. Yeah. Do you get all your hit back, dice back when you long rest? Half. Half. Okay. Half. Okay. Right. And then I'll roll my port. Mm-hmm. 17. Nice. <clears throat> Where are you guys resting? Are you guys going back to the hawk, or are you just kind of putting up in a some sort of, like, hole here? I think I w- we would go to the hawk. Okay. If right? possible. That, I mean, yeah. If, if they're not fighting and no one's stopping us, I think I would go to the hawk and at least be in the relative safety of the hull of the hawk. Okay. Can we do a... I don't know, a, a, a sweep to try to see if any of the, like, fallen soldiers have, like, healing spells, or not spells, but healing potions or anything like that. Search dead bodies? <laughs> um, I don't think in the middle of, like, a truce if you'd be allowed to search bodies. I think pretty much both sides are kind of cleaning up their people. To think of it more like, you know what I mean? Like a, yeah. a ceasefire. Too many of our guys have healing and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sarcastic. <sighs> Zoros mentioned some sort of bot. Do any of us know what that means? Yeah, it rides on a stupid, ugly spider thing. Yeah, I saw him riding it around or something like it, at least at the Senate meeting. We got pretty fucked here. I say that if Zoros is getting at their strongest, we should get at our strongest. That includes the hawk. You want to take the hawk into the private bay? Gray would not. Can we even do that? I mean, how? Is the bay door big enough for the hawk to fly through? I just thought it was closed from the outside. Yeah, you can't go from the outside. You mean you want to go through here? I don't think it would fit. Take the hawk through the fucking hull of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Pivot! <laughs> Pivot! Twist! But taking it. Yeah, we can't go out. Use those right giant here. fuck-off arms to sh- shove everything out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, like, I think the bay door is big enough for, like, parts and things of that nature, but I don't think it'd be big enough to get the whole ship through. Yeah, okay. Um, and we can't access this teleportation field through the same methods that we in- entered the auto bay or the small or the large craft bay? Uh, not currently. I think it's just giant doors closed. And we can't just cast <laughs> shrink on it a whole bunch of times. <laughs> I mean, if we wanted to do that, that that's more feasible. <laughs> What's shrink? Or enlarge, reduce. Mm. Take a bunch of spell slots to fucking reduce it down. Enlarge Can you put it in your pocket dimension, dimension there, Carl? Carl? Well, I don't know if I can make a... Well, maybe. But I wouldn't have an exit for it, then. I can make an entrance. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, I, I very much like the Hawkin. Do not want it to be gone for a while. I mean, it could exit through the same entrance, but it wouldn't have a new... It would be locked to this area. Mm-hmm. But okay. we we control the control room, though. Could we give the hawk access to that door? As far as the private, uh, the private bay goes, if Carl wanted to spend a significant amount of time hacking into his systems, then you would certainly be able to access the wormhole that comes in and out of the private bay. 
So there's the bigger on the outside, you know what I mean? So you go into one bay and it splits into three bays. That's how you get to the auto, the large, and the small. The private bay, you don't know where the entrance or exit is to that. Oh. But you, but okay. you would ascertain easily that if Carl spent some time with the controls, that he could probably hack into there. Does have eight hours at least. Yeah. Carl's not sleeping. Yeah, I mean, I can't rest. Yeah. I suppose the question is, does it break the truce? Logically, if he found out you were doing that, then yeah, he would probably just leave. I can tell you. Like, I think that's obvious. Then I'll be against it. But if you don't get caught, then you could... I guess, what are you trying to do? Oh, man. God. You know how bad I want to have a hack-off against this guy's systems? Sure. But Let's pull up the uh, cyberpunk red rules. Let's do some net running. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But... Man, if there's a chance that he would leave, I don't know if I would risk it. Because, like, I can't... Especially now that he destroyed the locket and he's living end or whatever. Yeah, I think anything that you could... He is you, right? So I think anything you would consider to be a break of the truce, he would consider to be a break of the truce. If someone did it to me, I'd be fucking out. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a, a fair assessment. What are you guys doing during this rest? You guys have gone back to the Hawk... You guys are uh, talking through some stuff. Carl, have you? are you going to try and backdoor into the private bay? <sighs> I don't think so. Not if it's going to risk him escaping. I mean, I'll do whatever the crew wants, I suppose, but I don't, I don't think it's a wise choice. I mean, Oliver would, Oliver would not be in favor of it, but that would just, he would just make that known. He wouldn't try to physically stop. Well, we already agreed to the showdown, so I guess that's that. Trying to count something super quick. So eight hours of rest, and then in the morning, we're casting foresight. Yes, we, I'll still cast the for, foresight in the morning. Okay. Gray will do the same to Zaldwin. Okay. And then counting, I'm counting. What's he counting? Counting Grundle crits. <laughs> I don't remember why you would be doing that, but I'm assuming it's something I gave you. Gains health. <laughs> I mean, I gain HP with them, but mostly right now, I also can uh, get Heroes Feast back faster. Mm. Oh. But so far, I'm at, a, I'm at a two out of seven, and I really don't think I crit that many times. I thought you uh, crit a few in fight. The, tor- the fight before. Yeah, I, got, I crit two in the T-Rex fight. I haven't gotten to the God Slayer. I haven't gotten through the God Slayer yet. <laughs> But I don't think I crit five more times. Maybe I did. There's a bunch of non-crits right there. I gotta know how low Zoros was. I gotta know. Oh, that time he was at 421 HP. Oh, we could have ta- we could have killed him. <laughs> he had a wake on his person and one of his blessings still up that you have not seen. <sighs> I think he could have still gotten away. Uh, you would have been very unhappy with the second way that he got away. I bet I would. So I think you're... I didn't plan this, by the way. The showdown. I I was like... <laughs> you gave you offered it up. I know, like, it just made this sense. Is, this is right up Oliver's alley. I mean, if you're going to offer him a fucking ring event, both of yeah. us at our best, I'm going to take it. It made sense at the time. In Zoro's head. But yeah, I will remind me to tell you. Well, you'll see. You'll see how he would have gotten away if that hadn't worked. Oliver was 
had expended a lot of resources even coming into this fight. Yeah. And the chance for Rest to come in at full strength for Oliver, at least, was really hard to pass up. Yeah. It's kind of hard for him, too, because he used some of his resources, but I think he knew that, like, your shields were down, you had ninth level spells down, blessings down. I think he... It was hard. It was hard to... Yeah. Hard to decide on. I was also super duper, like, that made me, I was telling them, like, I made me super cautious, and I was, like, super, like, I just stayed in protect mode, because I literally didn't know what he was going to pull out, and I was like, <laughs> I know, it, they, I mean, it, it worked in RP, like, Oliver's super on his back foot, because he doesn't know what he's supposed to, like, this is supposed to be the bad guy, this is supposed to be my enemy, and Oliver's just kind of like, is he fucking not, or is he, like, what the fuck? thought this dude was the fucking the dude the bad the dude thought he was fucking everything up it sounds like he's not fucking that much up (laughs) um what's the conversation like that night (sighs) you don't know how does it feel you know first time and all i can't sleep can't stop moving can't can't stop thinking zoros was saying all kinds of crazy shit back there i don't know what he meant what the fuck was he talking about when he kept saying that Zalduin and him were the same person and they gotta do whatever they gotta do? What the fuck does that mean? Oh no. He knows things we don't. And I don't like that. Shards of ourselves, right? Like, maybe yeah. he's... Maybe he's part of change. He is. I can respect that, but what does he mean by you do what you gotta do? It's the exact same thing that Stab said. Stab's just a shadow of him, right? Is that just some sort of fucked up motto he has? Stabs knew more about me than than I'd like to say. Zoros knows more about me than I'd like to say. Fuck's that supposed to mean? How do they know so much about you? We share. We share change. We're both changing. Yeah, you know, the antiessence, umbilical, whatever. So kind of like how I can remember some weird shit that Grundle dreams. I guess that makes sense. I've made some decisions apart from you all. Some decisions that I regret. But I made them, and now we're here. Alright. Salzman, I don't think I've spent more than, like, you know, a week away from you. Like, we've been hanging out more than I've hung out with anybody in my whole life. When when did you do this shit? We were losing a fight. We had lost a fight. What? That doesn't sound right. And I fixed it, and... I can't tell you how hard it was to fix it, but I fixed it, and we're here. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. Oliver, I can't tell you why, but I'm so sorry. Just trust me, okay? Trust that what I did wasn't easy, but I did it. And I love you. Despite everything that we've gone through, all the shit you fucking hit me earlier doesn't change the fact that you are my brother, and I have put terrible pain on you. But we're here now, and we have to see this through. Alright. How do we force them to do what we want? I'm just gonna say it. Kill him. Do we just trust him? Oh, we almost kill him. We do that thing that right, right before they die. You don't. There is no way to trust him. But he needs us to finish the path. Otherwise, I have a feeling that he's right. This all resets. Start from universe one. All over again. What's that even mean? Aren't we shards of the gods that control this? How can it stop if we don't let it stop? I don't fully understand that part yet. 
Why don't we just go punch that flaming dick right in his face? Hmm. What if we ask for Tom's help? Fuck that. How would we even talk to him? I can make an attempt. Last time I tried, I got the dumb brain, but I can attempt. Well, that was not a good time for you to be getting the dumb brain, Greg. It's it's the perfect time. If not now, when? This seems like the perfect time. That's Zoro's talking. Don't listen to him. That's a great (laughs) idea. Sorry, don't mind me. I don't even know why, and I don't want to talk to that asshole. You do whatever you want. Well, what did the others think? I really think we need you in this upcoming fight. I'm really worried about you. Get whacked out poo brain. There's no way to fix it if it happens. Is there a way to fix it if it happens? I believe a greater restoration would help. Well, I'm capable of doing that much. It's a spell slot, though. Yeah. It is. It does take some energy to do. So let's say we do it. I don't think greater restoration fixes that. I don't know. It says it in the text. Does it? Yep. A greater restoration's uh, spell casts on you ends this effect. It's not contact other plane? It is contact other plane. Okay. Well, then, yeah. I mean, that's zero cost. Other than two, uh, potentially two spell slots before going into combat. Well, I can cast it as a ritual. Oh. It's also just a fifth level spell slot. D and D, everyone. Just a fifth level spell slot on a just artificer. A fifth, that's my top who tier Only spell has casting. fifth level spells. Oh, I figured you'd have Goy do it. Yes, I could do that. That's a good idea, Zoros. I don't know why. You- I'm sorry. I'm not <laughs> your team, really. I've been trying to tell you. What would we even ask of him? He's never helped us. He hates us. Actually, time would. Now that I'm thinking about it, time would be more invested in us restarting the universe because if we did. Destruction would be back, right? I don't know. I think they're gone. Maybe it would work. I think this is this cycle is a punishment in itself to us by time. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> yeah, all the time that we've spent in this campaign and we still don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Can my creation power make anti-magic stuff? With like, Is there technological-based anti-magic fields in this world? Yeah, you've seen several of those. Yeah, yeah, like Zoros' prison. Yeah, Zoros' prison. Um, there were little anti-magic totems at the in two places that you've been to. Um, I can't remember. There was one at the Dasaki, like where the kings right. were, and there oh, were at the uh, at the the fucking summit. Yeah, the summit. Yep. So yeah, you've seen you've seen a few instances of technological anti-magic. While we're resting, mm-hmm. I'm gonna create an ultra prison. Okay. Tell me about it. Anti-magic, uh, force fields. Um, it's basically so small that you can just, you know, you you can't, like, move. You just kind of sit there. Can't move your things. Can't move your toesies. Anti-magic box. You're basically in stasis. Anti-blessing. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Um, dimensional shackles. You could always ask and say it and have it say no. Have, the, have Grant say no. There are no stupid questions. Only painful answers. Hey, can I do a thing that says, uh, can I make anti-blessing fields? No. Oh, okay. I don't know about his other <laughs> at least, yeah, at least blessings. <laughs> but, oh, I guess he... Yeah, I would have hated that, Liamans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> we're gonna fight it all time! Yeah, you never asked. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, basically it's just, uh, you know, 
pretty much that. I mean, if we get him in there, he can't speak, he can't move, he can't... Okay. If I could put a helmet on him that makes it to where he can't think, like okay. fucking uh, in the simulation shit... Hey, I will I will allow you to make this in the way that you're describing it, but he'll need to be incapacitated for you to place you know him what I mean? inside. Like he'll need to be yeah. unconscious for you to put him in it. I mean, he's so deep in the matrix that he doesn't even know what it like, you know, just just outrageous prison that's like not even ethical. Like I feel bad making <laughs> it's it. Not even ethical. Well, I mean you've seen the technology <laughs> on Paradise, so you know what that can do as far as thoughts go, and then you've also seen yeah. anti-magic stuff so yeah I, you can make it but as far as making an item of this power he would need to be unconscious for you to put it on him sure and it doesn't finish for, I can easily make it in about eight hours it would take me like four hours I think to do it because it's ten feet a minute or <sighs> ten square feet per ten minutes so I mean it wouldn't take me more than four hours to do it but it won't finish appearing for 24 hours so mm. it's like a 3D printer. Yeah, it's it's working. It's happening, but we have to incapacitate him and keep him incapacitated. I don't know if I need to make some sort of a drug that can fucking also I can we can once he's out, we can inject him and it fucking keeps him out for 24 hours without killing him. I'm sure Goy could come up with something of that nature. Perfect. Um again, he would have to already be unconscious. You can't right. Invisible mage hands. <laughs> and then I want to put it with... all on. Like, I want to put it all on like a dolly, so we can cart him around Hannibal Lecter style. So I love the idea of that complicated of technology being on a dolly. So <laughs> yes. You could have said like a hover pad, and you're like, nah, dolly. <laughs> yeah, I like the dolly. I like it's the idea of you taking him down some stairs and it'd be like clunk, clunk. clunk. <laughs> I, uh, now I'm just picturing freaking Zoros and frozen in carbonite. Yeah, with, again, all the caveats that he has to already be unconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Fair enough. So, yeah, when you guys wake up, Carl's 3D printer is making the most unethical prison, and a tear rolls down his <laughs> cheek, and he says, well... And that's the end of the campaign. All of you have been in that device the whole time. Ah! Goodbye. Oh! <laughs> Austin, is Gray doing the contact other plane? I think Gray would talk to Goy and see if they would be willing to expend the spell slot to bring me back if it fails. I gotta say, I love this Mr. Goy-Gray, like, relationship thing that's happening. You guys are uh, like... Listen, Gray needed some sort of relationship here. <laughs> <laughs> Gray is a blank slate to be written upon. I... Never mind. I'm not gonna even gonna talk about it. It still <laughs> might happen. Never mind. But yeah, uh, Gray would, you know, ask Goy to see if uh, they would be willing to ex- uh, expend their energy uh, in case everything went awry. Well, I'm not just gonna let you stay around, stand around, poo-brained in our fight. So yes, I will restore you back to the way you should be, if that is the decision you've come to. Gray nods and sits down and prepares the ritual. I wish you could see my face right now because I wasn't prepared for this. Cast contact <laughs> other plane. I wasn't prepared for it either, man. And you didn't spend any time discussing which questions you should ask. <laughs> so now you're in it alone. Uh, <sighs> make your DC 15 intelligence saving throw. Oh, damn. 
24. That's an intelligence. Gray, you are just like an astral projection almost just pulled out of your own body, hurtling across the universe towards exile closer and closer. This massive flame in the distance. And then after what seems like an endless amount of time, you stop suddenly and are suspended there in dark space, darkness in all directions, no stars. Time is before you, and they turn very slowly, not completely facing you, but enough to peer at you over their shoulder. I understand that you do not like to deal with us. I understand that. The whole universe, everything, is in peril right now, and we are trying to balance things. I need to know that you are still our brother. Will you help us? So there are five questions, and I am to answer each of these questions with one word. Yes, no, maybe, never, irrelevant, irrelevant, and unclear. It just says one word, and those are examples, so I only get one word, but... Absolutely, I was just... I... Some suggestions. Or a short phrase, fuck you. Wow. How dare you. <laughs> to that, he would continue looking at you over his shoulder, not all the way facing you. Maybe. We are in over our depths, and we need to know if we should shut the door or not. Should we, or should we go through the door? I guess perhaps to, to simplify, uh, <laughs> should we shut the door? I'm going to take some liberties with the spell here. And to that, time says, that's a decision you must make. So you can set off our short phrase. That, that tracks. He doesn't put the space in between words. <laughs> so run on. <laughs> we had a baby. It's a boy. It's a baby. <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> and he turns towards you with that and faces you fully, the flames flickering out, waiting earnestly for what you might say next. Three more questions. Three questions. Three questions. The entity bearing part of the light named Zoros, heart of change. We need to defeat him. We need to contain him. Will you help us in writing what feels to be the wrong choice? To that time responds, why? I only know my lifetime to some extent, but we've been through a lot, and I know that we haven't always treated you with care or patience, but we need to rebuild this relationship if the universe is going to continue to exist. We can't keep throwing away universes, throwing away essence, throwing away lives. We need the balance. I'll ask again a third time, will you help us? Time takes the largest breath and then lets it out so slowly. The flames are flickering all around them. You feel just this immense rage with you, Gray, and this just impatience. Almost just unfathomable the the way it seems to be projecting these like thoughts empathetically onto you, barely holding together. And time responds to that by saying, bring her back. I don't know how. Time would hold out a hand to you, and it would suddenly 
become flesh, this part of him not burning any longer. And you would see flesh of just a human, just a normal hand holding out to you, Gray. And if you would touch their hand... I would. You would feel this power rush through you, this immense uh, rush of speed, kind of all of these other lives kind of bumping up around you, this immense empathy coming from this being. And what time is doing is essentially resetting the cooldown of your wish spell. (gasps) The missing piece to your powers. And then the arm reignites very hot in your hand. He pulls away, begins to get larger and larger, but it can't really speak. You got two more questions. Yeah. One more question. Oh, one more question. (laughs) Fuck yeah. It's up to you to decide how to use that. (sighs) Gray is much smarter than Austin, so I imagine their diplomacy and everything taking uh, significantly less time than dear old Austin. Uh Austin, I've been sitting here taking my time with it, too. No (laughs) one's rushing you. I'm not feeling bad about the time I've taken to answer. (laughs) I'm just holding my breath over here. Same. Goddamn. I need you to know that I make these promises on my own, my own accord. And I need you to promise that if I fail you, only I am to blame, not the others. They don't know what I've done. And if I fail to help you, if I fail to help you, I will join exile. That is what I wager. Is that favorable? Uh, time explodes in size. I mean, bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until... They're just towering before you, barely the size of one of their fingers, and it booms over you. No, bring her back now. And Austin will close our episode with this as this spell ends, as you are beginning to head back to your body. Do you or do you not use the wish spell that he just granted you by resetting your cooldown, essentially, to bring destruction back I think the way that Grey sees it is that change lives through them as an aspect you are change, you're just a shard of it right, a piece of the whole Grey takes some time crafting the wish and pulling at fibers and rolling little bits of the wish up between their fingers and looks among the crew of the hawk. We have Sal. Sal. Uh, Kellen. Tyler. Tyler. Is Kellen still nope. here or Kellen's did she gone. depart already? I, she I did, thought she departed New adventures. As well, new lands to explore. She did not want to come to war. My butt hurts. I'm clenching my hole so tight. Gray wishes for a being to be the first shard of destruction, just as we are all shards of creation, of death, of change. Is that your final answer? Are you you 100% sure? Yeah, I I think that Grey wishes into existence someone who is a shard of destruction in the same way that we are shards of the other aspects of the universe. So you wish her back, but broken down like we are. Yes. Now, the way you worded that, you said Grey was the shard or somebody else? No, someone else. No, Grey is the chain shard. 
I know. I thought that was part of the thing that was cool with the wish. I, I misheard. I think that that is good enough. Yeah, I think that's good enough. Gray, um, you are flung back across the universe. And just as that happens, you see times, flames, just like die down, shrinks back to his normal human size as you fly across the universe, uh, hurtling past all of these planets and stars and supernovas and all this. You wake back up on the deck of the hawk, sitting down with your ritual. In your hands, Gray, is the locket that Zoros had destroyed. Oh my god. A gift from time. But at what cost? That's going to be our episode, everyone. To what end? <sighs> Thank you, what everyone, so much for listening. Uh, that was a, quite the turn. That was a lot of fun. What a spell. Holy shit. Um, and I'm really excited to see what happens next because I don't have any idea. But we'll find out in a couple of weeks. Everybody, if you could, please check out actualplaypods.com. That has all sorts of links. You can get into our Discord and hang out with us. You can get to our Patreon and support the show. Uh, uh, you can find our other shows. You can check out Power Word Fail or Sanity Damage. Um, all sorts of fun stuff for you to check out. Again, that's actualplaypods.com. We'd really appreciate it if you checked out our Patreon. The uh, Patreon is linked on actualplaypods.com. And you get all sorts of content for just starting at like $2 a month. It's uh, incredible and allows us to keep doing what we're doing. We really appreciate everyone who is supporting the show in that way. Uh, thank you, everyone, again. I'll see you next week for episode 110, 11, 111 of The Homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors. Starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad. Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock golem formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip. A tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot, Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. 
Special thanks to Ariar, the Warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. You might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. We can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising, an improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists, when they're not being a danger to everyone. And we can't forget about Finn M, the Ace of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Hmm, we better watch out for this fella, Chris Madison. He's the Vape King. He'll smoke ya. Welcome aboard, Stand. A sentient celestial music stand who fell through a planar rift and appeared in the Hawk's cargo bay one day. Maybe I should multi-class into Bard. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.